for some, there was death. Slow. Brutal. For others, the chosen few. There was only Elsa, she-wolf of the SS. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, what's cracking? <laughs> you sound better this week. I'm 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 physically better, but I'm spiritually worse. You know. <laughs> so. Yeah. Who who's you know spiritually better these days? You know. Um. I guess people on furlough. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. People that don't yeah. have to work. What about yeah. the people like at the TSA who have to work even that's, though they're not getting paid? That's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're gonna they're gonna quit soon because it, it's like I don't I don't know how much they make doing that. I don't think they make that much. Yeah, I don't think they... But, I mean, how are they paying their rent? I mean, it's been like a month. Yeah. Well, also, it's like the 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 people... You know, like, let's say people who work at federal prisons. Like, they don't make... Like, they, they could just be like, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to go work at Home Depot. Yeah. And then we're going to have a bunch of federal prison riots. It's going to be a whole thing. Yeah, my, that's that's what I'm wondering. All, all over yeah. a, a wall that wouldn't even do anything. Because yeah. I was reading today, uh, they were talking to El Chapo about how he got drugs in the country. He's like, we didn't go, he's like, we didn't go anywhere near where there's an open border. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, and most of them, most of them just use tunnels. Right. You know, tunnels or, or ports. So it's just, yeah. <laughs> no, criminals aren't like winging it through the desert and hoping they survive. You know what I mean? They yeah. know how to, they know how to fucking get her, do it. You know? <laughs> so the wall's not really yeah. going to stop anything. We're still going right. to get our cocaine. Yeah, but there's a lot of people who uh, thankfully, yeah, thankfully, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's you know. a lot of people who just aren't getting paid for a month. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. So uh, I've been having a good weekend. Uh, the missus has been mm-hmm. out of town, mm-hmm. so it's kind of one of those things. You know, that's one little uh, piece of happiness that only married men or or people mm-hmm. in long term relationships ever actually feel is when your significant other just leaves for the weekend and you get your house to yourself for like three days. Yeah. Oh, it's such a great feeling. Like, I didn't do shit yesterday. Just sat right. around, watched football, smoked weed, watched the right. movie The Equalizer. She she would never want to watch that movie. Right. So I was like, which I can understand. Like, you know, who wants to watch a movie about an autistic killer guy? Did you ever see that, Equalizer? No, I've never seen it. Denzel Washington's like this autistic dude that's just like a badass assassin. Yeah, well, I guess he's not really an assassin, but he he can like I don't know why he's trained to to do what he does, but he's like yeah he like he's kind of like Rain Man if Rain Man was an assassin. But anyway, my girlfriend never would watch that movie, so she was gone. So I'm like I'm just gonna sit here and watch this. But you know what was kind of weird, and I feel kind of even weird talking about it. But on Friday night, I went to bed, and I had the strangest dream. I still feel yeah. kind of weird about it. Maybe you can explain it to me. Okay. So. You probably had a similar dream. I think I think part of the reason I had this dream is I was kind of drunk, drink a little Jameson, um, smoked a little bit of weed, and then I was watching uh, that uh, that movie Ilsa She Wolf of the SS. 
Oh, yes. Because uh, cool. you remember that girl? Uh, she called in, I think, to the holiday show. We played uh, her call. Yes. Um, that sexy kind of German sort of voice. But I don't even think she's German. Who could forget? I, I believe she's Finnish. Yeah. Uh, her name's Asa. Or she's Asa. finished. She's finished in this town. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, I, I, she... I, she sent yeah. an email saying, hey, yeah. not so German girl here from episode 666. All the talk about Nazi fetish got me thinking about this movie. And so uh, she sent a link to Ilsa Shewolf. And so I was watching it. Kind of a sexy movie. Now, I imagine you probably have, a, have a, what, a, a DVD copy of that, I'm assuming. I used to, actually. I really did used to. <laughs> um, I don't. I think I got rid of most of my DVDs. But well, you can you can watch it on YouTube. It's I mean yeah, there's like sure nudity can. and they're just shown on YouTube. So anyway, I was watching it's, it. It's sexy and there's like a thing with the Jewish guy where they're kind of fucking and then they're also trying to get one over on each other. It's like, it's good. Yeah, and she good and stuff. she's kind of hot, like this blonde haired yeah. like yeah. Nazi lady. So anyway, I uh, was uh, doing a little bit of research for the topic for this week's show. Watched that movie. Watched uh, not the whole movie, but I watched clips of it. Went to bed. And around like 3 a.m., I had a dream about Taylor Swift wearing like thigh-high black leather boots and like that black like Waffen SS uniform, but like a sure. mini skirt. You know what I'm talking about? Of course and I know. And she even about. had the hat and everything with yeah. like the swan stick on it. And she was like pegging me, like full sure. on pegging me. And like she had a strap yeah. on. She was pegging me. And I was wearing like striped pajamas. Right. And like my pajamas were pulled down, just getting pegged. By uh, Taylor Swift, and it was like, I mean, it was a vivid dream, vivid dream. And, and I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? You know, covered in <laughs> semen. No, I'm joking. It was a dry dream. But I woke up and I was just like, what the hell was that? I've never had a dream like that before. Yeah. Well, I've never had a dream of getting pegged, number one. But I've also never had a dream of like Taylor Swift, you know, in a Nazi uniform. But she was hot. I was definitely into it. So what do you think this means? Do you think, you know, is this like the, the, the genesis of a fetish? I think so. Man. I think it could be, yeah. I might have to uh, borrow one of your Nazi uniforms. Do you have right. a... <laughs> <laughs> but so I think the reason why, uh, you know, I've been like sitting here searching for answers, searching for an explanation of this. And I think part of it is because you know how like the day's residue is in your mind when you're sleeping, you think about certain things like that. Yeah. So I, I think what happened is I was doing research. We're going to talk about Taylor Swift and uh, how she's like considered to be an Aryan goddess by the alt-right, or she was. She was. Prior to uh, voicing her support for those two Democratic candidates. Mm -hmm. Turn their back on her now. But she wasn't, they were consider, considered her to be an Aryan goddess. And so I was doing all this research and like reading about articles on the Daily Stormer and looking at memes and stuff. And I think that's why I was thinking about her. But the fact that I was wearing like the striped pajamas, you know, I, I, I don't think we were in like, I think we we're in like a barracks, like, a, like, you know, where like the Jews had to live. But there was no one else around. It was just me getting pegged by Taylor Swift in a Nazi uniform. It's weird. I'm still bothered by it. It's kind of hot you, though. Why are you bothered? Yeah, it is. Hot. Why are you bothered by it? I don't know. It was, it was just weird. I, you know, not, not, I'm not bothered because of, of the pegging. It's just, the fact that was like that she was like in a Nazi uniform and I was like a, a you know a Holocaust victim, right? I guess that's just a weird. It's a weird thing. Maybe I'm yeah. fetishizing the Holocaust. I mean, look, you know, we all do that for a number of reasons that are very complex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
But I, I, I definitely what, what, have what, what, an interest. Beat ourselves up about it? I don't think so. Yeah, know? I mean, I, I definitely have an interest, probably yeah. more than most people in yeah. you know Holocaust Nazis and all that. I mean, I've, I've, had... I've you know, Irma, I've always also fantasized about Irma Greece. You know. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, she was the one who was who was fucking uh, what's his face Mengele. You know. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking Mengele and. Uh, she had a kind of thing. I mean, I, and I think it even led to uh, a, um, a fetishization of, of uh, Lindy England that I had for a little while That's back in the weird. day. Yeah. Hmm. It's complicated have you ever, have you ever actually had a uh, girl wear a Nazi uniform while pegging you? I've not had that happen, no. But is that something you'd be down for? I'd, I'd be down for it. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, I'm not like, oh, I got to find the, I got to do it. I'm not because I'm, you know, whatever. These but days, Taylor Swift would but be But if somebody like, was like, hey, I want to do this, I'd be like, that's amazing. Let's do that. <laughs> like yeah. like if the girl brought it up, like, it's always been my fantasy to wear a black Waffen SS uniform and just fuck the shit out of a dude. I'd be, be looking like, for the hidden cameras at that point because I'd be like, <laughs> that, this is this is crazy. This is not. I'm being set yeah. up here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Taylor Swift, I mean, you can, just looking at, looking at her, you can tell why she could be considered an Aryan goddess. Right. I mean, she's tall, she's thin, she's white, she's blonde hair, blue eyes, mm. you know? Um, it's kind of like, uh, you, know, you look at like how Cher, you know, Barbara Streisand and Judy Garland are like gay icons. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you can understand how Taylor Swift could be an Aryan goddess for like the alt-right, for people like that. And so I was looking into it to find out like, you know, where this happened. I mean, you do do a search on Google for Aryan goddess, the Taylor Swift Aryan goddess. And you'll see all these memes. They're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Apparently in 2013, a girl named Emily Pattinson just started making these funny memes. Uh, she said she was, she started uh, pinning memes to Pinterest or Pinterest account, attributing Adolf Hitler quotes to Swift to spoof memes that falsely attributed inspiring quotes to Marilyn Monroe. I've seen those. And so sure. there's like, you know, a bunch of these come, going on. And, uh, and I guess BuzzFeed did, a, did an article about it and then went viral. And uh, this actually I was kind of impressed by. So she got a, a letter from Swift's lawyer uh, who said, the association of Miss Swift with Adolf Hitler is undisputedly harmful, abusive, and ethnically offensive. It's humiliating to other people, libelous, and no doubt objectionable. So he was asking her to like pull it. Um, and Pinterest actually was like, no, we're not taking it down hmm. because of parody. So Pinterest yeah. actually refused to take it down and cited uh, parody laws, which I'm actually, Facebook would have folded in a second. Yeah. You know, I've never been a fan of Pinterest, but I got to say it's, you know, they impressed me there. Yeah. Facebook, um, it's like one person complains and yeah. they're like, and you're banned for like 90 yeah. days and yeah. fucking look at YouTube. Same, same deal with YouTube. Somebody, we've been banned on YouTube for what? Like three months now Except for a lot for doing live. For, yeah. 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 So it's, oh. God, but Pinterest, yeah, my hat's off to them. Um, but so anyway, they, you, so after this, after she made these memes, it just kind of went off and, uh, in the alt-right world. And so the mm. Daily Stormer just appropriated these memes. And they have like, and you can go to Daily Stormer and search uh, Taylor Swift. And you see all these articles, which are hilarious. Taylor Swift, avatar of European imperialism. Aryan goddess Taylor Swift, the Nazi avatar of the white European people. She must love that, you know. It's not like you, it's any of her doing. Yeah, but, I, you you think she does? 
Um, well, you know, uh, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos said that he thinks Swift is yeah. covertly red-pilling everybody. Okay. Concealing her secret conservative values from the progressive music industry while issuing subtle nods to the alt-right with, through her music. There used to be this... Now, do they actually think she's a real goddess, or is that a metaphor? No, they... You know, uh, what's his name? Andre Anglin, who's a writer mm. uh, for The Daily Stormer, he said, Taylor Swift is a pure Aryan goddess, like something out of classical Greek poetry. She's Athena reborn, and that's the most important thing. So I think he does think she's a goddess, or they okay. did... He realizes Athena is a fucking Greek goddess, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's a fucking moron, honestly, you know? Because I was actually, when you told me this, I was like, oh, okay. I was actually going through the Norse pantheon and trying to figure out, like, which Norse goddess she would be. Which, and maybe I'll make that into a quiz later, you know, yeah. if I have time. I'm going, <laughs> which Norse goddess from... are you, you know? <laughs> oh, fuck. She could be a Valkyrie um, or something. Yeah, I yeah, I think she's a Valkyrie, because um, you know the Valkyrie sometimes can will sing, and also there's two Valkyries that are I think there's like thirteen Valkyries or something, and there are two whose names translate to something akin to Shaker. Shaker. Yeah, hmm. and as you know, Taylor Swift had that song. She has a song called Shaker. Yeah, hmm, so, that's an interesting theory. It's very interesting. Yeah. So Andre Anglin goes on to say, it's an established fact that Taylor Swift is secretly a Nazi and is simply waiting for the time when Donald Trump makes it safe for her to come out and announce her Aryan agenda to the world. Probably she'll be betrothed to one of Trump's sons and they'll be crowned American royalty. Oh, <laughs> who, wow. do you, who do you think it's going to be, Barron or Don Trump Jr.? Because isn't Donald Trump Jr. recently divorced? He is recently divorced, yeah. I'm I'm hoping he uh, Trump like I don't know marries her to Baron or something. Yeah, that would make more sense because it would be like that weird, you know, thing where like Cleopatra have to, has to marry her like, you know, you know, mentally challenged nine year old brother or so whatever for the for the Empire of Egypt or something. It would be like one of those things, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so the white supremacist websites have just like gone like ape shit with these uh taylor swift memes it's hilarious so is she gonna take the the modern day warriors into the afterlife but, well that's like the modern day area like the guys at charlottesville with the fucking torches and the bolo shirts she's gonna take them well that's what that's what this andre the guy from the daily stormer says yeah. uh his commitment to swift's ascendance into the role of figurehead in the coming white supremacist uprising remains steadfast he said the entire alt-right is patiently awaiting the day when we can lay down our swords and kneel before her throne as she commands us to go forth and slaughter the subhuman enemies of the Aryan race. Wow. <laughs> you know, I feel like even if she was a living goddess who demanded human sacrifice as the Norse gods did, I feel like she would find these new Aryan supermen lacking. I think so too. You know? She'd be like, you are never, ever, ever getting into Valhalla, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, you look at them, they're it. all like fat, bearded incels. Right, you yeah. Know, who just like go on 4chan. Right. And make memes. It's pretty yeah. much what they do. You know, uh, one of the white supremacist websites, though, are really kind of going out there here. Uh, there was a picture of her wearing a shirt that just said J-H on it. It's with the letters J-H. And so someone on Stormfront claimed that that means Jew hater. So I don't know if you know that. 
<laughs> and this guy, um, <laughs> this I thought guy, you were gonna say like Jerry Hitler, <laughs> Jew hater, Hitler's lesser known, uh, mentally challenged brother, <laughs> Jerry Hitler. He says, Take Kim Kardashian or Miley Cyrus. Um, both began their lives with the same Nordic blood that Swift did. But what makes these two degenerates unfit consideration as uh, fascist icons, it's because although Aryan in blood, the two are not Aryan in spirit. To be Aryan in spirit is what completes the fascist. And that's what they say Taylor Swift is. Because she's... Why is Miley Cyrus not, you know? Well, because here he says it's incredible that Taylor Swift is surrounded by these filthy, perverted Jews, and yet she remains capable of exuding 1950s purity, femininity, and innocence. She's the anti-Miley. While Miley's out having gangbangs with colored gentlemen, she's at home with her cat reading Jane Austen. (laughs) That's what they think. Okay. Yeah. What of the 30 guys she's gone out with has has had to be Jewish at some point, right? Well, you know... I don't think she's ever dated any black guys. Okay. And there aren't that, and they say that there's no black people in her videos, but mm. I, I don't know. I don't know that much about her music, right. but, uh, but yeah, maybe, I don't, I don't know. I guess, uh, I was reading something, but she wrote a, a song called wildest dreams mm. and they, they did like an Africa set for the video, mm-hmm. but it's like, there wasn't a single African, a single black person in the whole video. Wildest Even though it was set dreams. in Africa. Yeah, that's the name of the song. Okay. And so a with, wildest. Okay, okay. And, yeah. and so I guess, I guess that's prompted a lot of writers. Uh, like this one writer, Camille, Camille Paglia, uh, called her a Nazi Barbie bitch. And she was mm-hmm. accusing her of being nostalgic for a time when you could be nostalgic for white supremacy. So I guess like in that video, uh, she's referencing the, you know, the movie Out of Africa. Right. And so it's like old school Hollywood or something. Sure. And then there was, uh, in 2009, there was a photo that was going around. I found it. I was going to post this to the site of her dancing with a man in a white t-shirt wearing a sloppy red swastika. You ever seen that? No. So maybe, I mean, I don't know. Is maybe that real is. or is it Photoshop? No, it's a real picture of her. I was trying okay. to, I was looking at it to see if it was Photoshop, but it uh-huh. certainly looks real to me. Mm-hmm. And then there's all this evidence quote unquote that uh she's been posting to 4chan all this mm-hmm. time like and they have okay. posts from someone that kind of looks like taylor swift jesus so i don't know so yeah. you know there's a lot of theories obviously she's you know she devastated the alt-right when she came out and supported those two um i think she uh two uh democratic candidates in tennessee mm. uh during the midterms and so yeah like uh yeah, there was all these like uh, posts about goodbye, Tay Tay. The Jews took her from us. She was supposed to be our girl. Why did she break our hearts? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, they, and I guess she gave in. They called them the merchants, which is what they called Jews. She gave mm. in to the merchants. That's what she said. So I thought they call them the fake Jews now. That's a thing. The, the fake Jews. Who were the fake the- Jews? The Khazars. Oh, the, oh, the, it's very yeah, the confusing. Khazars, yeah, I follow some of these weird, like, you know, kind of QAnon-y type Instagrams and shit, and it's like I, I can't make any sense of it. It doesn't make any sense. Apparently, the, I don't know. Children are being harvested for their adrenochrome, which is a drug that the elite like to do. You know, is it the Illuminati directly from the, the pineal glands of, of of children or something? <laughs> you know, basically that's what's going on. 
Well, you know, if they... So a, the, hood, a leotard with a hoodie? The white supremacist here. Yeah, okay. I mean, they so. have their theory that she's an Aryan <laughs> goddess. You have your theory that yeah. she is a Norse goddess, Valkyrie right. or something. Mm-hmm. I have a theory that I want to posit here. Okay. I think Taylor Swift is the reincarnation of Maria Orsic. Hmm. Maria Orsic, um, who uh, a lot of people might not know about her, but she was Hitler's Aryan goddess, if she actually existed. That's right. the question. Um, so I was doing a little bit of research on her. And you look at her pictures, and she's a, a beautiful woman, if she really existed. Blonde right. hair, blue eyed. She's like the Aryan ideal. Um, and, and so... She was basically what, if you look up a history on Maria Orsic, there's not that much actually known about her, which kind of leads to the, the uh, credibility of her being, of it all being a hoax. But she was, they said she was Hitler's occult medium. And she was also the founder of the Vril Society, which uh, we'll go into detail about that. So Maria right. Orsic was uh, born in 1895, grew up in uh, pre-World War I Germany. Um, she discovered at an early age that she could observe people's gestures and body language and make accurate assessments about their attitude and truthfulness. And I think that's what led her to become a medium by, and make people happy by telling them things they wanted to hear. So I think she learned how to do cold reads, mm. um, which is kind of odd because isn't that kind of like a gypsy thing? And Nazis weren't too fond of them. Um, but apparently at that time, I think people... Uh, we're a little more open to like that type of uh, like uh, that, the, to mediums and fortune telling and things like that. Yeah, and the theosophists and all that. Yeah, shit. theosophists and and they you know and they were like like the Thule Society was right. was around then. Um, so after World War One, the German people were obviously feeling downtrodden, and so uh, Maria began telling Germans that they were descendants from space travelers. And these were stories that, that, that were told to her like by her mother and by her grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was, she, uh, and, and I guess these stories were found to be quite inspiring to a lot of the people, so they're very interested in it. And so she was involved with two paranormal societies in the early 1900s, the Thule Society and the Vril Society. The Thule, uh, their stated purpose was to study Germanic antiquity, but they were also very involved with the cult. And so that's, Himmler was part of uh, the Thule Society. It wasn't Hess part of the Thule Society one yes. time? Yes, um, yes. Yeah, so the members, they sought information and guidance from supernatural powers. Members included Hitler, Himmler, Goring at the time. Uh, they employed Maria Orsich as a medium and had given her seances and actually attended seance, seances where she would like talk to the dead in front of them. Okay. Um, she was a feminist. She sought equal rights for women and she was opposed to the belief that women are only there for child rearing. And so in 1921, she founded a society of women called the Vril Society, that's V-R-I-L, um, also known as the All-German Society for Metaphysics. So the, the stated purpose of this society, the Vril Society, was to explore the origins of the Aryan race and to seek contact with other Aryans and to practice meditation and other techniques intended to strengthen individual mastery of the divine Vril life force. So this this kind of sounds like Star Wars or something. The Vril. Well, the Vril comes from a fucking Edward Bulwer Lighton novel. Well, what is it? I mean, is, is it the, it's, basically it's like, like the, the force? It's like prana. It's like prana, or it's like the force. 
the, actually the prana is kind of like the force. Prana is some yoga weird thing where it's like if you breathe, you control the life force of the something if you breathe in this way. But is it the it's, life force of every? Does everybody have their own life force, or is it yeah, like yeah, trees just, have a life force and cars? Kind of <laughs> kooky LSD shit. All the the matter that runs through everything and you control it and whatever. It's metachlorians, you know. Yeah, basically, it's metachlorians yeah. here. Yeah. So they so they believe that the real life force, if you controlled it, then I guess you could like contact the Aryans that lived on the home planet. Right. Yeah, which is bizarre, but apparently Hitler was down. You know, so was Himmler. I guess the Nazis. I mean, this is they they say that Maria Orsich inspired them to build UFOs. Right. If they actually ever did. So Maria right, at their at their secret Antarctic base. Yeah, the secret Antarctic base. Gotcha. Yeah. So Maria would tell her clients that yeah. in the constellation Taurus, there's a mm-hmm. bright star called Aldebaran. Aldebaran's the left eye of Taurus the bull and has an inhabitable planet circling it named Bumi. On this planet, there's an advanced race of Aryan people. They're all tall, white-skinned, and have blue eyes and blonde hair. They're so advanced that they can travel through space and go to other planets. And apparently, 11,000 years ago, they discovered a wormhole passage through space that led into our solar system. And they, uh, the, the boomy travelers then colonized an island in the Atlantic Ocean named Atlantis. And that's where the hidden base of operations is. Large cavern under the Antarctic. And yeah. so some cataclysm destroyed Atlantis. The people were dispersed. Um, most were able to summon help from the home base and left Earth and went back to Bumi. But some decided to stay. And that's where the Aryans come from. Yeah, I think they went under the Earth, right? Yeah. Because a lot of this is tied into hollow Earth bullshit. <laughs> and so the Germans were totally accepting of this, this explanation. When, that well, they're descendants of the master yeah. Aryan race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, this is the other weird part about it, too. So apparently radio, kind of around the time of the Vril Society, was sort of a a new medium and is expensive. So only those that had the actual money to to buy one uh, would put a wire antenna on the roof and it became a status symbol if you had a radio. Mm. So Maria Orsich said that the female descendants from Bumi would grow their hair long and their hair acted like an antenna and transmitted telecommunications directly from them to the uh, the, the home planet and their home world. So right, that's why I always tell you that Rapunzel was an alien. That's why I always say that to you. Yeah, you just, God, you say that all the time. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently uh, the, the long hair, uh, mm-hmm. you could communicate with them. And so Hitler was fascinated with these stories about the Aryan race and accepted them. Not only did he accept them, he began using them you know, for his own purposes. So he's appropriating her stories to like, you know, feed his ideology, the Nazi ideology. And so the Vril Society was taken over by Hitler and he merged it with the Thule Society and that became the Nazi party. And apparently Maria really didn't have anything to say about it or so says mm-hmm. the one book about her and she became a reluctant Nazi. So, I, I mean, I don't know if that's, if that's how it happened. Um, but they said that, uh, you know, in 1917, she was actually able to make contact with alien beings while in the presence of the rest of the uh, Vril Circle of women. Okay. And, they, and in 1919, they joined again together to discuss possibly traveling to the home planet of the alien beings. And uh, 
and she so she received information from them about how to make a, a UFO, like a craft that they could fly to the home planet. So I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you remember when we talked to that guy who did the fucking Hitler's Monsters book, we oh, talked yeah. about the world ice theory and the fucking supposed Nazi flying saucers and shit. But I mean, um, did, did anyone yeah. ever find a Nazi flying saucer? No, it's nonsense. So that's the I mean, thing it's, with, it's fun with the, it's, with Maria Orsich. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it sounds like it's just a myth. Well, here's here's the, I'm going to provide a counterpoint to what you just said, which is weird because somehow now I'm on the side of sanity. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. I'm not really sure, but somehow it happened. Uh, before I get into that, there used to be this fucking YouTube channel that I loved that I think they got banned. He was called The Black Child. And he Black put together, Child? Yeah, he put together these weird conspiracy videos that were like, some of which were kind of right wing. You couldn't, it was like one of those weird things where it's like, is he right wing or left wing? I can't honestly tell. Um, and a lot of this stuff would just be like, you know, oh, I'm going to analyze this fucking perfume commercial for Illuminati symbolism. But sometimes it would just be all this stuff like Charlize Theron is the Aryan goddess who's constantly warring with Viola Davis, voodoo priestess. And they're constantly <laughs> at war with each other. And we're just pawns in their game. And it was just like, it was great. It was great. But he got banned, man. It was, it sucks. Um, I wonder what, what, would he get banned because they thought it was racist or something? Probably, yeah. Oh, fucking YouTube, dude. Pinterest, they wouldn't have banned him. They would have they fought for him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, the the I, when you started telling me that about this, I went over to my bookshelf and I grabbed this book called The Morning of the Magicians, which is this book from 1960 by two French weirdos. And then I looked it up, and it, apparently the first the the first reference of of this woman and of the Vril Society, oddly enough, are in this book from 1960. So no one had ever heard of the Vril Society, well, other than the Nazis. I mean, people, people say that you know Hitler was escorted by Maria uh, Orsich because she was his occult medium. Who like says that? Though? Who says that? I mean, dude. I don't. There's no reference of her before 19 fucking 60 in this book. What? So it's people after that point say that. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, d I just I just yeah. saw it in blogs when I was reading about it. They were like, oh, like she was Hitler's goddess. Because it's like there was some weird occult shit in the Third Reich, and it was like that. Ep if you go back and listen to whatever the fuck episode that was, we interviewed that guy. That is the most reliable source on it because it's like all, all of the research he did is it's it's not crypto history; it's all historic. Most of the weird books about the Spirit of Destiny and all the Nazi stuff are by people who are a little cuckoo town, you know? Yeah, or have I mean, an agenda or whatever, you know? Well, that's why I'm I'm wondering why propagate this myth about her like what does it do i mean is it trying to say like well the nazis were ahead of their time because they were trying to engage in space travel you know uh, I, I, I just don't understand the point of creating this maria orsich character you can't try to understand reason from people you know what i mean that would be like me trying to figure out the logic of the people at that UFO fucking convention. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but the Thule Society... Like, why are you doing this? The Thule Society did exist. And there's evidence the of that, The Thule Society right? did exist. Yeah, they did. And, but yet there's no I mean, evidence there's, of real... There's evidence, uh, uh, you know, it varies the, the, the opinions on, like, how occulty they actually were. That, that, that varies, but, you know. Or was it just a rotary club? We're going to get yelled at for talking about Nazis again, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, but when I mean, this is... You know, well, Taylor Swift, blame, blame it on her. 
Yeah, blame it on her. Yeah. Shake it off, guys. You know, because haters are gonna hate, but I'm just gonna shake <laughs> because I'm a Valkyrie. So uh, Hitler wanted Maria Orsic, according to the the myth here or the story, to use her long hair antenna to communicate with the Aryan homeworld, and he wanted the people of Bumi to give Maria advanced technology that the Nazis could use. So her health and her safety demanded that she cooperate with her Nazi masters. Um, apparently, she explained that she didn't have scientific expertise to understand this information, but some believe that she was in contact with Nikola Tesla, and he provided her the convincing scientific data she needed to build the UFOs. Here we go with fucking Tesla. Yeah, all he's got to bring I'm Tesla so in there. I'm so sick of that fucker, you know? <laughs> well, Tesla, Hearing about him and how would she be in contact with and every Tesla? Thing. I mean, what? he was Russian, right? <clears throat> yeah, I, I, he lived in, yeah. But he lived in know. New York, you know? They said in 1945, when things were uh, obviously looking bad for the Third Reich, Maria left Germany, and no one mm. has ever seen her since. No one even knows what happened to her. I'll tell you what happened to her. She went back to Aldebaran or Bumi or wherever. Alderaan. She went Alderaan. to Alderaan. She went to Alderaan. She went yeah. back there. And then she uh, was reincarnated as Taylor Swift. And now she's a world famous pop star. And she's going to, uh, yeah, convert everybody to uh, Aryan. That's what's going to happen. A cursory internet search can, can, I can find at least one other woman who claims to be her reincarnated. Claim, oh, the, yeah, claims to be uh, Valeria uh, Lukyovna, Lukyanova. You yeah. you sent me that earlier. She's that yeah. uh, one of those like real life Barbie people that get right. like that plastic surgery to look like Barbie. Correct. And yeah. ribs removed so they can have yeah. like a really thin. Way. It's so it's so insane. She looks real nutty, but she's very occulty. I'm looking at her. I now follow her on Instagram. Can so. I? Oh, can here she, she is at Runyon Canyon. Look at that. Can she move um, beyond the ordinary plane of existence by using the Vril Force? My guess is no, or she wouldn't <laughs> have needed however much plastic surgery to look like a fucking doll creature, you know, to look like those weird elf girls from the never-ending story or whatever the fuck that, you know? No. Do, do you think Taylor Swift uh, uses the Vril Force like to, to create such amazing pop music? It's got to be something because I don't really I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not fucking 14, but, you know, I don't really see it. I mean, she commands know? legions of fans. Yeah. You know, and she, some could, of her... she couldn't stop another popular artist from also releasing an album called 1989 at the same on the same year. You know, who did that? I, one of these assholes. Nicki Minaj or something. Ryan Adams. Ryan Gosling. Like, oh, no. Like one of these guys. I don't remember. You know, my girlfriend said that uh, Taylor yeah. Swift writes her own music, which I found surprising. I did not know that. Yeah, so maybe she writes her own music, mm. and she has the hidden Nazi messages inside. Because mm. that's what speaks to the, uh, the alt-right. So yes. I, I think, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, even a lot of the, uh, the alt-right people think that the fact that she um, came out and supported those Democrats, that's mm. all part of the ruse. So they, yeah, they, they say that uh, it's just, it was ghostwritten. She doesn't want to be labeled as a white nationalist, so she got paid to say that. But really, she's a white supremacist. Aryan poster girl. Maria Orsich. That's what I think. Okay. I think she's Maria Orsich, reincarnated, 
And uh, she's using the vril to write successful pop songs. Hmm. That's what I think. That's a good way to use it, you know? Yeah, you know, why not? You're going to use it for something. Yep. I wonder uh, I how... Mean, it's better than going, you know, using it to go, you know, talk to a, a deceased Dietrich Eckhart, like like uh, the actual Maria Orsic used it to do, supposedly. So, <laughs> Do you think if uh, I had, like, a terminal illness and I went to the Make-A-Wish Foundation and my wish was to wear, uh, you know, striped pajamas while getting ass-banged, by getting pegged by Taylor Swift, she would do it. Uh, maybe if you were nine. <laughs> <laughs> so if I was a twelve-year-old and I was like, yeah. my my wish here is yeah. to get pegged by Taylor Swift wearing a black Waffen SS uniform, and I'm wearing Nazi uh, like uh, Holocaust straight pajamas. I wonder if she'd be like, "All right, I'm down." I'm sure Anything the lawyers the could kids. find a way to make that work. You know, in a reasonable way. <laughs> Pinterest would probably post pictures of it. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway, um, I think the truth will come out when she when she marries Baron. Then she's going to be allowed to live once again as Maria Orsic. Mm. And Trump probably already knows this, so he's going to help. He's going to he's going to facilitate it. Okay. So we'll see. Uh, people, this is episode six six nine here of Sick and Wrong. We have news stories coming up next. Uh, but first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sick and wrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better sick and wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sick and wrong. So first story we have here um, has to do with two men that were found dead at the West Hollywood home of prominent Democratic donor Ed Buck. So this story has been making uh, making headlines recently, especially on the like uh, conservative sites like Breitbart and Fox News. They're just like capitalizing off of this as a way to just you know um, get revenge on the Democrats. Just a, it's funny because it's like we were talking about this earlier, but it's like sure the guy donated some money to Hillary Clinton and uh, Gavin Newsom. It's like whatever, but. You know, the, the fact of the matter is two guys were dead at his apartment and he hasn't been charged with a crime. It doesn't matter who what political affiliation he has. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. And also it, it, and it's like I also don't understand that like, oh, now they're going to give the money back. It's yeah. like, oh, so he, now he has more money for his defense. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why is that good? Like, just keep the money. Who cares? Well, I think they're, yeah. I think they're trying to save face. Yeah. It's like, oh, and it's like this guy. Like, Harvey he Weinstein, this... he donated a lot of money to people, and people gave that back. Yeah. Like, like he's like, oh, he donated this $4,000 to a politician. It's like, that's nothing. Yeah, who cares? That's just something you do at the end of the year. So you, you know, don't have to pay as many taxes. Like, I don't get. Yeah, but you have guys, on either side. I don't get this whole thing where they're like, oh, this person was a donor. Donor. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't involved in the shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It wasn't like yeah. a honor campaign, you know, part of her mm. campaign. He just mm. donated money. Lots of people donate money. 
So I don't but see he, why it's significant to point out that he's a Democratic donor. But by the way, just a fun fact, he was Grand Marshal of the 1989 International Gay Rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, Fox News didn't point that out. <laughs> oh, wow. Fuck. Yeah. So for the mm. second time within 18 months, a man was found dead at the West Hollywood home of Ed Buck. Paramedics responded to Buck's apartment um, this past week. Uh, where they discovered an unresponsive victim. They tried reviving the man, but he was pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, officials only described the victim as a black man in his 50s, but they didn't release his name. Now, this, his death, this new guy's death, um, this recent death, comes after a 26-year-old Jamel Moore was found dead for an apparent overdose at the same apartment July 27th, 2017. Hmm. So, yeah, so... Um, you know, it seems to be a bit of a trend here. So on a, a Monday, officials confirmed that Buck was present during both incidents and said Moore's case is now facing another review because they mm -hmm. just said it was an overdose and they mm -hmm. just kind of dropped it. But now they're saying it's suspicious that this has happened twice now. However, Buck is still not named as a suspect and has not been arrested. Mm -hmm. And he's denied and his lawyer denies that Buck's responsible for either death. How is that possible? You know, if this guy was a black guy, don't you think he'd, they'd be like serial killer, killing gay guys? Oh, um, it depends, man, because I'm looking at the, you know, it sounds like this is just, a, I mean, this is I what know. gay guys in LA do, man, you know? Well, it, it is they weird have, they what have, this they, guy does. Because it was like, they had a lot of meth at this thing. They, yeah, they do a lot of meth. And they found meth at this thing with, you know, fucking syringes and shit. Yeah, but, so it makes 100 percent sense that, like, if you keep having crazy meth parties, eventually somebody's going to die, you know? Yeah. And I'll get into what he what he did. But it is I mean, maybe weird. he murdered them. I don't know. I'm just saying this is like not that un I, I know a lot of degenerates in this town. You know what I mean? And this is like, I mean, hell, I'm one of them. <laughs> and and this is a thing that happens all the fucking time. You know, well, I think once, you know, once there's multiple deaths occurring in the same apartment. Mm in a similar circumstance, I think that's, I think that warrants an investigation, you know? Oh, sure. Cause yeah. I mean, could you, could you imagine if you had two girlfriends die of an overdose in your apartment? What do you think they do to you? Right. You know, they come into your apartment, take one look and be like, this guy, this is a Zodiac killer. <laughs> um, dozens of activists have been rallying outside his apartment Monday evening, calling for the, the donor's arrest and prosecution in connection with both deaths. Um, this woman named Jasmine Canick said that the donor has been using his wealth to avoid prosecution. Uh, he's given money to L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti. He's given money to L.A. County D.A. Jackie Lacey. He's given money to uh, former U.S. Senate candidate uh, Kevin DeLeon and even Gavin Newsom, our, our current governor. She says that he's been spreading his money around to get access and influence into these powerful circles. He's also previously donated to uh, Hillary Clinton, which Fox News and Breitbart have pointed out many times. Mm. Like when you read the uh, when you read the headline everywhere else, there you know, and, and most uh, news outlets are like, "Yeah, man, man found dead at the home of Democratic donor." You should see Fox News. It's like Hillary Clinton campaign donor. It's like it's mm. like they got to tie Hillary's name to it, right? You know, as if Hillary was like injecting these guys with meth. Um. So I mean, she's, she's eating children, yeah. so she probably is. You know, come on. Outraged loved ones insist that Buck played a role and should face repercussions. 
Uh, they were talking about Jamel Moore here, who was 26 when he died. They said that uh, Jamel was working as an escort when he visited Buck's home in July 2017. Um, Moore's mother, Letitia Nixon, has accused Buck of having young black men like her son ingest dangerous amounts of drugs for his own pleasure. Right. And she said other escorts have confirmed uh, the allegations. Uh, she said that um, Ed Buck has been soliciting young gay black men. And this is what he has them do, which is odd. He has them wear long white underjohns. So like long underwear. And he takes pictures of them and he hits them up with meth. The more meth that they smoke and inject, the more money he gives them. So it's almost like the gay meth challenge. Wow. Or something. Wow. I bet you my brother would be pretty good at that game. I think he'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> but so he'd, he'd be the grand marshal of the fucking rodeo, man. <laughs> the gay rodeo. Um, another man who uh, also was a victim of Buck, but he asked to remain anonymous. Uh, he said that Buck would instruct escorts to use high levels of drugs so he could watch their reactions. Mm. Yeah, he gets his thrills based off of getting you high. He wants to see your reaction. He wants to see how much you can take whether you yeah. can handle it or not. So he's mm -hmm. almost like Mengla. I mean, it's just weird. He like puts you in long underwear and right. then just has you just inject copious <laughs> amounts of meth to see what will happen to you. Why long underwear? <laughs> I don't know. There's yeah. a picture of this like really skinny black kid, Yeah, you know, just on a couch in long underwear. They're both wearing long underwear. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Like watch a lot of old cartoons or something like growing up. Like what is it that I don't, it's, it's okay. I mean, yeah. what I don't understand is what, what like he, so he's watching their reactions. Like what does he think is going to happen? Yeah. Like, are they going to lose it? It's like, it's almost like he's doing some kind of scientific experiment on these guys. Yeah. Right. On these young black kids. That's great. Have you ever injected meth? Oh yeah. That's why I had to go to rehab. So it's for remember, injecting meth. Remember that whole thing? Remember that oh, whole yeah, thing? I, when I, I, went for, I forgot rehab. that you're injecting meth. Yeah. 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 God, that, that's insane. Yeah. How quickly does it hit you? Like, I mean, you wouldn't inject. I mean, how much did you inject? Like, just one hit? I wasn't fucking measuring it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like a gram or something? No, you can't. No, that would kill me if I injected a gram. So I, you wonder, know. I mean, I wonder what this guy was doing. It's like, you know, yeah. here's $50. I mean, people, you inject like, I'm half sure a gram. your brother could inject a gram and be fine or something. You yeah, know? he's got a tolerance for it. But yeah. I, my brother, I'm pretty sure my brother smokes it, though. Mm, right. I mean, I just think injecting a drug is like a whole other level, you know. But could you imagine? I mean, if, if he's like giving him more money to inject more meth, it's like they, I mean, they must have been having like kind of an insane reaction. I don't even know what... what how you'd react to that. I mean, just yeah. smoking it, like you're fucking up for three days. Yeah. So you're injecting like a gram of meth. That's insane. Um, well, I've talked about this on the show before, how, how it makes the, um, it, it makes like any kind of fetishism or, or sexuality or horniness really strange and urgent when you, sh when you inject meth. So it's definitely a sex thing. Well, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you know, where it's like if you smoke it or something, it might not happen. But if you inject it, all of a sudden you're like, Some you know, I, 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 I need I need to get fucked on a city bus dressed like Groucho Marx. 
you know, just all of a sudden you have this weird urge that you've never had before. That's just very strange, you know? So isn't it weird, though, that they, you know, the cops come over there, they find this guy OD'd, and the guy's got a bunch of meth in his apartment. Yeah. He says it wasn't his, and he wasn't taking any of the drugs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is he not culpable then, at that point? No, he's culpable. He's definitely culpable. I mean, it depends. Like, like it's probably, especially in this situation where it was, it's definitely his fault in that he's trying to get people to take a lot of drugs. If it was just a regular, like, weird drug party thing maybe not depends mm-hmm. on you know the whims of the prosecutor so. yeah well but in this case oh yeah he's definitely gonna get charged yeah it's just it's it's mm. just a, it's a bizarre fetish so the yeah. guy uh it's like when that radio station was like hey how much water can you drink in two minutes if you can drink more than anyone else you win a wee and then a bunch <laughs> of people died remember yeah. that yeah yeah, yeah. it's the, like that it's basically like challenge. that so according to a journal um, according to Moore's journal, Jamel Moore's journal, he wrote of having relations with Buck and a drug addiction that involved Buck. He says, I honestly don't know what to do. I've become addicted to drugs and the worst one at that. Ed Buck is the one to thank. He gave me my first injection of crystal meth. It was very painful, but after all the troubles, I became addicted to the pain and the fetish slash fantasy. Mm. Yeah. Um, his attorney said that, uh, he said that the Entries in the photos in this in this uh, journal have all been fabricated, and he denies that Buck played any role in Moore's death or in the most recent incident. Uh, the attorney says this is not a situation where Mr. Buck had caused the death. This is a situation where Mr. Buck has had longtime friends who unfortunately do not handle their life well and then succumb when they're in the apartment of Mr. Buck. So that's why the death has been ruled accidental. Like this is all just happenstance, mm. you know? he's been longtime friends with these young black gay escorts right. and they just happen to be in his apartment and so <laughs> succumb to their drug addiction right in his living room in their long johns. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous that this guy is in charge of the crime. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the mother says, it seems like everyone's turning a blind eye because my son was a gay black man and Ed Buck is a wealthy white political donor. So I don't know. I'm thinking, I'm thinking the fact that one okay, one gay black guy dies in your apartment. You're like, oh, okay, maybe it's accidental overdose or something. But now there's another one. I think this is the kind. This is the kind of reason why they limited campaign contributions, so that if you went to fucking Gavin Newsom and was like, "Hey, man, I'm in trouble, and I donated a bunch of money to your campaign," they'd be like, "Oh yeah, look at this. It looks like you gave us four thousand dollars." which can buy me precisely 0.00000001 seconds of fucking TV's commercial screen time. So go fuck yourself, you know? (laughs) I think that's why they did that, which is probably a good idea. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, what do you have here for the second story? Well, we're going back into into crazy town. Crazy town. Um, Yep, we're going, hold on. Isn't that a great band? Crazy oh, it's so great! Yeah, <laughs> butterfly. That was yeah. the best. Shifty yeah. shell shock. It's quite the summer jam. I wonder now, whatever happened to those guys. Do you think they're playing like county fairs? Probably. Yeah, they, they probably are. You know, the county fair circuit. Uh, so QAnon believing proud boy accused of murdering lizard brother with sword. Hmm, that's a yeah. fascinating headline. Yeah. 
proud boy. So, um, yeah, prosecutors say Bucky Wolf, 26, killed his brother in Seattle on Sunday night by stabbing him in the head with a four-foot-long sword. Jesus. Yeah. Wolf, who prosecutors say exhibited signs of mental illness, called police himself after the killing and claimed he thought his brother was a lizard. <laughs> when detectives arrived, he asked them if they saw other lizards. How much meth was this guy injecting? I don't think he was on any meth. Wow. I think it's proud boy paranoia. Just mental illness, you know? So, yeah, uh, second-degree murder he got charged with. Um, A Facebook page confirmed that Belong the Wolf is filled with references to Trump and other conservative figures, as well as Pepe the Frog. (laughs) God, Pepe the Frog's always included in all these, like, insane fantasies. The Facebook uh, page also features a declaration of allegiance to the Proud Boys. He said, I'm a proud Western chauvinist, and I refuse to apologize for creating the modern world. Uhuru! (laughs) Which is their catchphrase. Is that their catchphrase? Uhuru? Yeah, they're slow. Yeah. I, I looked up. I looked this up. What does it mean? It's so, it's actually like a, um, it's actually like a was an African socialist movement that some YouTube guy used to he would, I don't know, approach white people on the street and ask them about reparations and then yell Uhuru at them. And I don't know, the Proud Boys thought that was really funny. So they like co-opted it into their own nonsense. I bet you they yell that when they ball tap each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like shit ball tap. They have a song, a theme song on YouTube. With the Proud Boys do? Yeah, called Uhuru. Oh, wow. And, I mean, I, I would play it on the show, but I'm, I'm not even going to do it because it's this fucking <laughs> the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life, you know? And oh, they just yeah, like to talk. To yeah, they, they, like, they like cereal and they fight with each other and whatever, and it's like, uh, they don't like, I don't know, they like housewives and they don't like sandals or something. And it's just like, God, fucking die, you know? I still think it's some kind of weird gay, like closeted gay social club. You've mentioned that, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it is. I mean, just the name alone. Right. Well, it's, a, it's apparently a reference to a song in Aladdin. That's, that's even gayer. <laughs> and they just all get together, ball tap each other, and listen yeah. to Taylor Swift songs and masturbate. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he made a lot of references to the Proud Boys. He interacted with them um, and uh, posted a graphic praising the Pacific Northwest branch. Um, They Proud Boys claimed in a statement that Wolf was never accepted into the group because of mental issues. But pictures (laughs) online show Wolf with other members of the group at Proud Boy events. Wait, don't they all have mental issues? And he's friends with them on Facebook. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. What what type yeah. of evaluation do they do? Yeah, I think it's like <laughs> oh, I, like I would think that like I don't know, lizards are the 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 threshold of how crazy are your cons- conspiracy theories? Yeah, but don't they think uh, Hillary Clinton is a lizard woman? No, they just think she um, flays children for laughs. Yeah. <laughs> they don't believe in, she's in a pizza restaurants. Yeah, they still believe that she's a human being. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so uh, Wolf also appears to be a believer in QAnon 
uh, the baseless pro-Trump conspiracy theory that posits that Trump is engaged in a shadowy war against the secret cabal of pedophilic global elites in the Democratic Party. I said that that makes sense. I, yeah, I can see I can understand why this guy would believe in QAnon. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, he frequently posted QAnon related uh, content on Facebook and the motto where we go one, we go all. <clears throat> this isn't the first time a QAnon believer has drawn law enforcement attention. Last June, an armed QAnon believer allegedly shut down a bridge near the Hoover Dam with an improvised armored truck demanding the release of a government report. I remember that. Yep. Uh, Wolf referenced swords multiple times in his QAnon post, saying that they would be used to defeat the Illuminati. He referred to the bloodlines of the Illuminati, uh, the same language used by a faction of QAnon believers who think the conspiracy theory is actually about powerful families of disguised lizard people. Do you think... uh... The QAnon people are also anti-Semitic. Uh, a lot of them are. There's there's different segments, from what I can tell. But there's like it's weird because some of the things I follow, they're like every now and then they'll like bring back the blood libel, and they'll show like old woodcuts of like Jews sucking the blood out of Christian babies, <laughs> and all the comments are like Hitler had the right idea. That's why he killed them. But then there's other people who are like, no, dude, you got to make the distinction. These are fake Jews. They're fake Jews. They're it's a fake thing. Jews, yeah. It's a thing they get out of to to see to sound, you know, so they don't sound anti-Semitic. Which, it, but it makes no sense. I haven't been able to figure it out. You know, uh, "Blood Libel" is one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's great. Uh, it's got a great yeah, a beat. Sec- Very catchy. It's a second track on 1989. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, this is basically like. I don't know, in the vein of like fucking Mr. Potato Head or that like weird magnetic refrigerator poetry, but like mix and match conspiracy theories. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I got the lizard people and you've got the Illuminati and we've got the Jews and let's just like slap it all together and see what would come out. Yeah. So, you know. So this guy is basically just, uh, he's an insane person. Yes. And he has lots of swords. That's great. Yeah, it's got a fucking but, armory. But I think the important takeaway is that um, there are a lot of insane people and stupid people. You know what I mean? It's not like this guy's like a yeah isolate. You know, I mean, hell, I belong to a like fucking Instagram unique. account where it's like there'll be hundreds of comments of people who believe exactly this kind of stuff. So anyway, that's what we're dealing with because <laughs> because the if nothing is true, then everything is permitted. Exactly. Yeah. Um, is that another Proud Boy mantra? <clears throat> no, that's the uh, the uh, hashashin motto. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and uh, Wolf also made references to the extreme conspiracy theory that some people are actually lizards in disguise. Mm-hmm. Uh, he In one YouTube video, which I haven't been able to find, but I'd like to, he claimed that a majority of people surrounding him were secretly lizards. How how old is this guy? I I, I think I feel like he's twenty six. He's so twenty six. He, he was too young to see the uh, the series V. Remember V? Well, they redid V. So maybe for, he watched yeah the the, the new have, version. Yeah, he might have seen the new one. Yeah. 
God, that imagine when V came out, all these people mm. were like, "That's what I've been talking about." Yeah, you know, they're lizard people. Just peel think, off their skin. I think the genesis of this actually, and the original V, is pretty much around the same time of QAnon so, or that lizard theory of the lizard of of David Ike's thing. Yeah, so I bet you that I bet you that's what it was. It's like people were just like already kind of insane. You know, they had that yeah. suggestive mentality. They watch V, and they're just like, "This is real." It's like a War of the Worlds thing. She was but, remember uh, Diana. She was hot. She was and actually kind of like the new, new one Diana better. was hot too. I like oh, the you, new one better. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, that new. I'm trying to think of what movie the she new was Diana in was shit. in. <clears throat> Wasn't she in like fucking Serenity or some shit? I think so, but she was also okay. in something uh, I saw where she was topless, huh. and I paused it. Right. And took care of business. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. So what? What he, he also did a video where he talked about uh, the storm, that QAnon thing where Trump will triumph over oh, his yeah, enemies yeah. and I don't know, ride you know a mythical, like a you know, horse, Asgardian Pegasus. horse yeah. into Valhalla. <laughs> Trump you know. on his war horse. Right. Um, he said it's coming and it's going to be good. Y'all's are going to get your just dues. I will be so happy you have no idea. So there you go. <laughs> and he watched every episode of InfoWars also. Yeah, I, I, I can, I can see that happening. So. Mm -hmm. God. There Do you, you, go. you know what I've, I read about uh, Alex Jones? So you know how Facebook banned him? Yes. Well, apparently there's a... They, they removed the InfoWars uh, Facebook site... But now there's another one called News Wars that they're allowing to, to people to post all the all the episodes from InfoWars. Okay. So he's still there's still a page it's called News Wars. And so then Facebook was like, well, we're going to remove that, too. Mm. And he's like, well, I have no idea who who's in charge of News Wars. Yeah. It's mm. ridiculous. So yeah. this dude obviously is deluded, kind of insane mental mm -hmm. health issues. He just stabbed his brother through the head. Like while he was sleeping or something? With a sword. It doesn't say. <laughs> Just right through the head. Yep. Four Man. foot long sword. Yeah. Did do you think his brother was like a like a Hillary supporter or something? Who knows? Yeah, I wonder if his brother was like a Democrat, like a liberal. Yeah. He's a libtard. Yeah. Stabbed through the eye. He Man. donated fifty dollars to the Democratic Party and therefore had <laughs> had, had a lot of influence. <laughs> Democratic donor. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I wonder if uh, so. Is, are the Proud Boys going to kick him out? Um, they said he never joined, oh. but they don't really even. They barely exist anymore because well, what's his face left it. Yeah, Gavin you know? McInnes left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. <laughs> what was? Didn't he like? What was? What was going on with Gavin McInnes? We did a video where he was like shoving a dildo up his ass to prove that he likes gay people. I'd, I'd never seen that. You ever do a search for that? Gavin McGinnis you know did what? a video. I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> well, it just. It's like, no, it's his show. He has a vidcast that he mm. does. And on his show, he's like, I love the gays. They say proud boys are homophobic. I love gays. Watch. This is how much I love gays. And then he took a dildo and just shoved it up his ass. Okay. Which I that guess. That doesn't means... really prove anything <laughs> to anybody, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It proves that there's something uh, very, very wrong with the Proud Boys. So there you go. Uh, people, you send your stories. Stick around. Podcast. You know what? Adam and Eve is one of our sponsors, dude. Yeah. Let's not shame. <laughs> let's not shame 
dildo use for people, right? Well, I'm just Come shaming. On. It's a sponsor. Yeah, I'm just shaming dildo use uh, for your own, you know, devices. I think he was trying to like prove something, but he didn't prove anything. This is exactly how we lost the man great as a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people, send your story. Podcast at uh, gmail.com. Uh, we have phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032 is that number. But before we get to that, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Hey, guys. It's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my Lugaric's disease got pretty bad, let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. But thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E. I am now a new man. Thanks. So we got a few phone calls to get to. Um, this, this is like the advice phone call section. Right. It's like, yeah, people, all these calls are people asking us for advice, which, I mean, honestly, I think we're the last people you should ever go to for advice. But I don't know. I kind of fancy myself as like an anti life coach these yeah, days. I guess, you know? Yeah, I guess you're kind of a, yeah, an yeah. anti life coach. Maybe that's oh. what we are. Maybe we're anti life coaches. Yeah. Most of my advice is that you should die for dark side. Yeah. But, you know, you never know. I might say something else, too. Um, so, yeah, here's the uh, the first call about a, with a relationship question for us. Hello, sick and wrong. This is the gentleman who called about the lube and uh, his grandmother and co coming to visit. Uh, Remember that? It was a couple weeks ago. The guy like. Oh, she put. She put the lube in her hair. It's like in her hair, hair gel. Right. Okay. Yeah, yes. I remember that. Harrison, I apologize for being rude to you. I was in a weird headspace thinking about my grandmother and lube. Um, I appreciate the exorcist reference, though. What did he say um, to me? To what? Uh, something like fuck Harrison or something at the end of it. Oh. Like uh, something like that. Like fuck Harrison, long live Wackerly, something like that. Right. But, what did I say about the exorcist? I don't recall that. Okay. All right. Was, well, was there any lube in The Exorcist? I don't think so. If there was, remember. it would have made that scene a lot more palatable. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, the frame of reference of how long. <laughs> would have been easier for her. Probably yeah, less yeah. blood. Uh huh. I've been listening. I remember being a teenager and being infuriated at the quote unquote transition of Sick and Wrong, episode 300, to Soft and Warm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I told you about that, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was like I think we were doing an April Fool's Day joke or something, and so we decided to change the format of the show instead of doing sick and wrong stories, soft and warm stories. And I think I did a story about remember that guy? He was that Chinese basketball player, but he played in the NBA and he's fucking huge, like Yao Ming. Yao. Yeah, Yao yeah. Ming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess he like rescued a dolphin and like stuck his long arm inside the dolphin's mouth and pulled out like a, 
uh, like a 12 pack plastic thing. Jesus. Saved the dolphin's life. Okay. And that was a soft and warm story. But yeah, mm. like most people are just like, these dickheads are playing a joke. But there were a few listeners that like called in or like, what the fuck was that? Like they're really upset about it. Mm. Apparently this guy was one of them. That long. Anyways, I had a question for the both of you. A somewhat serious one, I suppose. Have you ever had a, a moment where you realize that you were the toxic person in someone's life? Where you just, you, you kind of realize that you are the problem? I don't know. I just thought it was kind of interesting. Um, anyways, keep it thick, keep it wrong, and fuck both D and Harrison. Goodbye. Well, see, so there you go. Yeah, that's fair. Egalitarian. Yeah, that's fair. Um, um, it would be nice to know the context of that. Well, is he saying it sounds like, in terms like he may have realized that recently? Yeah, he may have realized that recently, and you know, it'd be nice to know the context of that. Whoever the fuck you are, I'm thinking. You know? I'm thinking. Yeah, he's in a relationship right now, and he's realizing that he's a toxic member. Of this, mm. you know, in this relationship, and negatively, you know, adversely, whatever, influencing this person's life. Um, God, I'm trying to think if I, you know, I guess I, yeah, I've had, I've had that broken up with the girl because of that mm. um i, I don't were, think he just means r romantic relationships i think he he was oh it could general it's just, be, just but, in general yeah but, i mean I, I guess you could be the the toxic person your parents you with your your relationship with your parents i think a lot of people right. have that yeah um yeah i mean i think i learned that at a pretty young age but have you ever yeah. had that epiphany where you're like wow i'm the asshole it's yeah, I'm yeah, no, causing was, all this cirrus, yeah, this trouble. Yeah, it was pretty like my first major relationship. I realized that, and it was like all you know, it was like all the time before that. I saw myself as like the protagonist of you know whatever my own story, um, and then it was kind of like, oh wait, I'm the back. I'm at, I'm, you know what I mean? Because there's a point where you're like, oh, all these other assholes are doing this and that and whatever, and then eventually you realize like, oh, you are one of them. I, I I think there's like a level of introspection that you have to have yeah. without any relationship, especially when a relationship's not going well. And yeah. then you kind of look at, as to like a reason why, but I think you have to have that level of introspection. You know, I haven't had that recently in any relationships mm. that I've been in, but I do, I do remember my first long-term relationship when I was working at the strip club um, that the girl I was involved with then, and we did break up. I I had that realization like, wow, I'm just a a shitty influence in her life. Mm. Like I'm just like causing a, the reason why this relationship is deteriorating. I think obviously there was, you know, blame on both sides, but I think the lion's share of the blame was on me. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. And I broke off the relationship because of that. But I, you know, I, I don't know. I think typically I'm like a rainbow of positivity in most people's right. life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they, they love to have me, have me there. So, well, I mean, it's, it's also, yeah. I mean, I've also had moments where it's like, I realized like, Oh, where like after I went to rehab and I became friends with more people with addiction problems than I, you know, cause since most of the other ones were dead by that point, oh, yeah. um, where like all of a sudden there, I, I was friends with people who were alcoholics and it was like, I didn't know how to deal with alcoholism. And I was like, trying to get a hold of them and I couldn't and worrying about if I handled it wrong and now they're dead and whatever. 
And then I was like, oh, this is what some people probably feel in regards to me. Like I'd never, it had never occurred to me before, yeah. really, that like my bullshit might actually cause, you know, stress and sadness to other people. It had really, honestly, it never occurred to me. So, yeah, that that had occurred to me, I don't know, within the last few years. So, I am interested to hear the context of this question, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll call back. But, yeah, that is a, it's a pretty, you know, awful realization to have. But, I mean, when you do have it, I think then you have a, a chance to amend it, you know, reconcile, make it better. So, Or you can just go, you know, lean into it. Yeah. You know, lean you know, into the evil. I think about, I think about that. Uh, who is that guy? The was it retarded scoutmaster? Is that the uh-huh. guy that we used to make fun of on a consistent basis? And then finally he like called back and was just like, after I stopped listening to you guys, my <laughs> life got so much better. <laughs> so maybe we are the negative, toxic individuals in all of our listeners' lives. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, either you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, you yeah. know? I believe it was retarded Scoutmaster who told us that. (laughs) Rest in peace, retarded Scoutmaster. Well, speaking of retarded people, uh, Schlitzy needs some advice here. Okay. Something beautiful fuckers. It's Schlitzy. Schlitzy. I still can't say my name. Um, (laughs) So I need some advice. On the Patreon page, uh, people who who subscribe to Patreon, you can hear a call Uh that we played this week where he's talking about how how he learned the origin of the nickname Schlitzy. Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, you guys are like the closest thing I have to like friends. So I figured you <laughs> might be able to help me out here. It's one of the saddest things I've heard all weekend, which is weird. Cause he goes to meetings. Yeah. And it's pretty hard to go to meetings and not even like accidentally make a fucking friend. Yeah. Aren't you, aren't, yeah. Aren't you in like the NA meetings or whatever? You yeah. like see the same people twice a week. Yeah. Huh. It's been about seven months since I've had sex or been in a relationship. As you guys know, the last relationship I was in was with my therapist from rehab, which is terribly unhealthy. Um, I need to stick my my dick in something dark and wet, um, but I don't know how to fucking meet anybody, and I don't know a goddamn thing about like who I am as a person. Like I really just don't know who I am. Um, so I, I thought maybe you guys could give me some advice on what my uh, Tinder profile should say. I thought that might, um, you know, help me get some puss. <laughs> Thanks. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Well, if you if you concentrate your um, your meditative energies on uh, the viril around you, you can open up a portal into Aldebaran and stick your dick in that. Yeah, that's that's uh, dark and wet over there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I think what you should put on your Tinder profile is just need some puss ASAP. Right. <laughs> I haven't heard anyone say that in a while. I really need some puss. I mean, I think this guy's like, I forget. I think this guy's like 30 or something. So when you're 30, you could kind of still get away with like not really having anything going on and just being weird and yeah. using that to get laid, you know? So you could just put a bunch of weird stuff. I don't know. I mean, he's in like Southern Jersey, so I don't know what the fuck it's like in Southern Jersey. I, I also imagine. imagine he's not that particular, is he? Uh, probably not. Yeah. And so. he does. Yeah, because he does tend to be like, oh, I'm seeing somebody, and now we're engaged on Facebook, and then two months later, he's living in a fucking, you know, d- d- a literal doghouse. 
under yeah. a bridge somewhere. So it's like. But he also doesn't look like if you look yeah. at him, he doesn't look yeah. like a carny worker. He doesn't have like no. Anne Frank tattooed on his cheek. <laughs> um, but he, I, we were talking about this earlier. I think he kind of looks like when I saw his picture on Facebook, I was like, yeah. your Schlitzy kind of looks like Michael Anthony Hall, the eighties actor, but who's, you know, if he smoked crack for two decades. Right. Yeah. You know, sure. Which isn't a bad look. I imagine there's women into that. I've never had any luck on Tinder, so I can't really speak to how to be successful on there. You know, I just think, yeah, you know, I've had luck on Tinder, but mm. I think the the thing is with Tinder, you just want to put up like the best photos of yourself and just do a bait and switch. Mm. You know, just get some photos. I wouldn't use like fake photos, like photos of someone else, but I would like, you know, use uh, the best photos that you have, even if they're older, and then just try to like. Yeah, I think that's all that matters. I don't think it really they care about what you write in your profile. I think they just they're looking at the pictures. I mean, if they don't, then they should be sacrificed to Balder, you know, <laughs> or something. I don't know because it's like you got to read the fucking thing. My God, I think what so too. Fuck, you know, Jesus Christ. I think if you if you just write, you know, six foot two, you know, uh, stockbroker, and you have a decent right. picture, you'll get some puss right you know i think that's all that matters like I, I think it's funny it's like a lot of guys and there's a guy i work with who's like six foot three and mm -hmm. that's all he has on his on his tinder profile it's just a six foot three skateboarder yeah <laughs> and it's like yeah and that's that's it and that guy gets a lot of puss so you know and he's bald too which is weird you think baldies wouldn't get that much but i, I think height is is means Heights more than baldness Really? That's interesting. Yeah, I have a theory. Huh. Actually, hmm. it, I wouldn't mind if female listeners weighed in on this. Hmm. What do you find more or what do you find less attractive? A short guy or a bald guy? Hmm. Like a bald tall guy or a short guy with hair? I think they would take a bald tall guy. Okay. I think the baldness depends cuz some people wear it well and some people don't, you know? Well, I'm not talking about a comb. He doesn't have like a comb over. I know, but still, <laughs> it looks good on some people, and it doesn't, you know, looks less good on others, right? Yeah, that's true. I think, uh, like, black guys look better bald than white right. guys, typically. Because it also depends on the shape of your head. Like, I have a yeah. fucking weird-shaped head. I think I would look really weird bald. I have a huge head. Yeah, me I would too. Look, I would just look like a giant alien baby. I would look like the big baby floating through space at the end of 2001 in Space Odyssey. It would not be good for anybody, you know? Yeah, but, I think I would be like fucking That's why I'm thinking Propecia, guys, you know? Come on. I don't want to be baby Jupiter, you yeah. know? I don't want it to happen, so. God. You know, Godspeed to any woman who has, has to have sex with Schlitzy, though. Man. Um... But anyway, I you know I I think you could find someone on there. Don't you think he probably would have better luck on like, uh, what's this, this this new site that I saw? It's called like FabSwingers.com. You heard of this one? No. It's like a a site that's pretty much just for hookups. There's there's also some other one that's like Rabu or something, which is or it's like Nagu or something. I, like Hung on Terrace is it? But I think it's like the thing you use if you're like. I'm looking to fuck Ariel Pink or like, you know, like somebody like semi celebrity. Yeah. yeah, Or like somebody who's like a guy who matters, you know, hmm. in some way. It's something like that. I forget what it's called. Some app. Is that like um, a sugar daddy app or something? No, 
No, it's not. It's like a weird L.A. thing, I think. Um, like, I want to fuck Max Landis, but I don't want to have to go to the hassle of, you know, going, finding my way to a Hollywood yeah. Hills party, you know? Like something. finding out where he hangs out and stalking right. him. <clears throat> yeah. So, what, so does he get notified? And he's like, oh, wow, there's a website of girls who want to have sex with me. Look, I don't know, man. You know? Well, this this site that I was reading about, I forget mm. where I saw this, but it's called fabswingers.com. And I guess it's really big in the UK. And you go on there and you just like post a picture of your dick. It sounds like shit. It sounds like a bunch of bullshit. I mean, just the fucking URL sounds stupid. <laughs> you know? I think it's basically it just like people who are down for dogging. This right. is like the site that they go on. But yeah, I think I think uh, Schlitzy should check it out and report. I have, I have actually successfully met someone one time on adultfriendfinder.com. If you can believe that. <laughs> Did you have to pay for Adult Friend Finder? I don't remember. I honestly don't. And adult Friend Finder. Because it was just before for... FetLife. This is like before. Yeah. This is like fucking 2005 or some shit. It was a long time ago. Maybe Schlitzy um, should go on FetLife. I mean, look, he didn't, he, look, he, he left out a very key thing that's like, what is he looking for exactly? Is he just looking for any fucking broad, you know? Or In that case, he, just, yeah. I don't know, you know? Tinder would probably be a good just, site then. I mean, if, if you're looking for any broad, just go on Tinder, try to find the best pictures of you, and I've seen your Facebook, and there aren't many, um, <laughs> so it's going to be hard. <laughs> but, like, go on there, find the, you know, put some bunch of shit up there and just do the thing where you go on. I mean, I've seen guys do that. I don't do this because I'm picky. But, like, I've, you know, I knew a guy, I worked with a guy who was like a short Indian guy who was like, whatever. And he's just like, 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 you know, swipe right, 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 right on everybody. It's just, and just every, like yeah. a numbers game. That's what they do. That's what most guys do. So that's what you do. All right. Just do and that. And you're eventually going to get a hit on one of them. Yeah. Oh. And and then and and probably midway through doing that, fucking Taylor Swift will swallow your soul and take it to Valhalla. So, <laughs> just just use the vril to find yeah. some puss. That's yeah, what you should do, Schlitzy. Uh -huh. Yeah. All right, we have one more call here. Um, actually, it's a two-parter, but uh, this guy needs some some advice on a medical issue. Hey, sick and wrong. Uh... I kind of reached a new low in my life. I'm uh, actually calling to try to get some medical advice from you guys. Fucking has a lot about where I'm at right now. Yeah, now, now that's a realization I don't, I don't ever want to have. Mm. It's like I got to call up these two jackoffs from a <laughs> podcast to ask them about a medical issue I'm having. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So basically, I'm having blood and, and fluids that aren't supposed to have blood in them. Just, uh, what? You know, basically my jizz. Um, wow, this dude has bloody jizz. Well, the last time that happened to me, I, I uh, sent a sample to the hosts of uh, Two Less Lonely Girls, the podcast, to try to get their <laughs> take on it. <laughs> what they thought about my medical issue, I never heard back. <laughs> so... I, I just send my semen to last podcast on the left just, okay. <laughs> just to do it <laughs> at least once a month to follow right. my semen right to him. Yeah. So thanks for a wonderful podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> uh, I don't know exactly. I, I have no idea what's going to be causing it. Uh, certain like pulp philosophies lately that talk about, you know, celibacy as a way to 
purify your mind and body or some bullshit like that. So, Wow, is that a proud boy philosophy? No, they don't believe in celibacy. <laughs> oh, they don't? No. Um, so wait, he's saying that these cult philosophies that he's been abiding by have led him to have blood in his jizz? He's he's saying that he's asking Theoretically. if it might be a cause. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, I kind of like took some time off from interfering with myself, and then uh, when I did, I fucking had blood in my jizz. For how uh, long, though? You know, that's important. This is important information for me to make a diagnostic. You wouldn't go to fucking Dr. House, you know, and leave out key information. He'd, he'd really say something nasty to you if you tried to do that, you know? Yeah, listeners, listeners out there, if you do have blood yeah. in your jizz, call sick and wrong first before you go to a doctor. Yes. <laughs> because we'll be able to diagnose you properly, but we need all the facts. How long were you not interfering with yourself? Yeah, well, that's important, man. Went to the doctor. Oh, you went to the doctor. And uh, they did the exams for, you know, normal shit. Uh, checked out my balls. Balls are all right. Not tangled up. Uh, ball tap. <laughs> a ball tap there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Big Jer, my sister's husband, yeah. he woke up one day with his balls tangled. Oh, no. Yeah, he said oh. it was like just he woke up. And just fell to the ground in just anguish, like intense pain. That's the worst thing I've ever, oh my God. I don't even know how that happens. What a nightmare. Yeah, ah, how does that even happen? I don't know, oh, it must have happened when you no. slept or something. Ugh. God. A prostate exam at 31 years old. That was fucking awful. <laughs> Can imagine. Uh, but prostate's good. No, no prostatitis or whatever the fuck. So, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's like a common thing or what the fuck. I, I Web and did a little bit. Cancer is on the list uh, hmm. of possible causes, so hopefully that's not what it is. But cancer is uh, on the li po list of possible causes for, for anything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So like, that shouldn't worry I mean, too much about that. Yeah, I wouldn't even. That's the thing with cancer. It's like I've just resigned myself to the fact I'm probably going to get cancer and die from it. Mm. eventually everybody seems to get cancer yeah that's pretty much the way people die yeah like i think um, in this I, day it'll and be age, eclipsed it's soon by opioid overdose but oh, yeah fentanyl as, as of now that is what the the thing is it's just know? cancer yeah. i don't know i just figured i took the finger up the ass and and that didn't come back with any results so uh call up sick and wrong and see what you guys think i know harrison probably had some insight on this shit He's a weird fucker. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> thanks and uh, keep it sick, keep it wrong. <clears throat> Jesus, you come back with the part two, but it's shorter. Okay. Yeah. All right, part Good. two. Hey, the wrong. Uh, bloody jizz, calling back once more to. Uh, I, I meant to tag on a song request uh, along with that call. You could please play Tom Green's uh, whatever the fucking cancer ball cancer song that he made. That'd be great. It would make me laugh, and uh, I could use some laughs right now. But anyway, thank you. Bye. Wait, did this guy say his balls got tangled? Or no, they didn't. No, no, they they checked for that. And his balls oh, okay. weren't tangled, okay. and they he did a prostate exam. It came back mm -hmm. normal. Um, so now he's just think he's 
obviously doing some self-diagnosis going on with MD, which, you know, I do that too, so but they were just I think like, that's well, way worse. We give it up makes it at worse. the doctor's office. Just but I think like, doctor, the doctors were just like, yeah. you know, you should call the, the podcast that you listen to on a weekly right. basis and ask yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or ask Harrison because he knows all about blood and his jizz. Right. <laughs> have you ever had that happen? I don't remember. I feel like I have. I I don't. And I probably, if it did happen, I probably just ignored it and probably just course corrected itself somehow. I have heard that can happen yeah. if you don't masturbate or have that's sex. A, that's the good thing about being young is like you can just like be like, I hope this goes away, and then a lot of times it does. It just yeah, it fixes itself. Yeah. Um, um, but, I have uh, heard though. That you know, that I don't think happen. that's true because there are some, you know, like. I don't know, fucking occupations people have in life where they don't ever ejaculate and it's, it doesn't kill them. They don't what die. What occupation? From like plumber? I don't like know. What? Like a fucking Buddhist monk, you they, know? They masturbate. I'm no, sure they monks don't. masturbate. I bet no, you they, they do. I don't if know they when they do, he... then they, they've broken the fucking, you know, thing. What? I thought that celibacy. The or whatever, right? I thought they, celibacy is you can't have sex with a with another person. No, you're not supposed to do any lusty bullshit. I mean, this is a bad example because of Catholic priests, you know, but theoretically, they're not supposed to do any of that nonsense. <laughs> you know, they're not yeah, supposed Catholic to jerk priests. off either. You know, <laughs> what Catholic priests aren't supposed to jack off. Either? No, they're wow. not. It's not. It's no. Hmm. But impure uh, thoughts are, you know, an impure soul. But buggering you know? little boys, that's fine. Yes. Yeah, that that that's cool. <laughs> Jesus is cool with that. Yeah, he was. Um, all right. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard a ball tap on that one. He, he's all right with it. <laughs> maybe that's what. Maybe that's what is causing the issue. Are your friends tapping your balls, and that's get causing them to like uh, you know be damaged and, and bleed a bit? Sir, I think you might be a lizard person. <laughs> I think and he's taking out. Come over. I have a sword. I'd like you to examine for me. And I swear I won't drive it through your skull. I think he's been hanging out with the Proud Boys and they've been yeah. tapping his balls. <laughs> you know, I remember uh, in high school, there was yeah. a kid, I can't think of his name right now, but everyone called him Big Ball. And uh, I don't know, I, I didn't really know him that well and I just knew that that was his nickname, was Big Ball. And I thought, it was, I thought it was funny. I was like, maybe he has big balls or something. And it's so, uh, what? Kids are real fucking clever, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, kids are real clever. Yeah. Well, anyway, at a party we were at, someone was like, hey, big ball, show the ball. And yeah, dude, this dude pulled his pants down. He had one giant, massive testicle, one, and one oh, normal oh. one. And so I, I remember, I, I forget who it was. He's probably going to die. Yeah, well, someone was just like, have you seen a doctor? He's like, yeah. no. Why? He's like, because you should see a doctor. Like, you're yeah. fucking, you have a giant ball. And yeah. yeah, he had a tumor. He had to get his ball cut off. Oh, yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that just crazy? Yeah. I mean, Apparently, you only need one, though. Yeah, you, you know, uh, yeah. my roommate in college uh, just recently got testicular cancer, and he had his ball removed, and he just had a kid. So you're fine. We should have two of everything. Like, if you have, like, two hearts yeah, living just, in just one mind. Sorry. Get... Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, like, so it's like if one fails, you got another one. You know? There you go. Yeah, do you remember Tom Green uh, when he got testicular cancer? I do. Ah, uh, dude, it was vile. He was like showing graphic photos of it and the surgery. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and he wrote this song called Feel Your Balls. Mm. I think it's Movember, Feel Your Balls. 
So we're what gonna end... happen to him anyway? He does a he does a vidcast. Tom Green. Oh, you know I love Tom Green back in the nineties. I thought that yeah. guy was so clever. Yeah. yeah, like his his early show. I actually have two DVDs of uh, his stuff he did when he was on Canadian Public Access. He did some uh, just epic shit. Like like you look at like what jackass did and bam margero right. and bam would fuck with his parents tom green create invented that yeah no like, he did i mean his original show was fucking great oh it's so and then great. he started doing i don't know who fingered freddy or whatever oh, yeah, stupid awful movies. movies and yeah. that's kind of maybe what you know what uh, he used to be a prominent figure you know no he was yeah he's he he married to drew now, barrymore yeah you know yeah. I, you know i saw him do comedy actually he opened up for neil hamburger like about six months ago yeah. I, and you know, his stand up wasn't all that great, but that was funny. But his show, I mean, he's still the Tom Green show. I think he does it, it's like a vidcast, and he gets a lot of famous people on it. Mm. Um, I think you can actually be a member of the audience. You know, uh, we have a mutual friend who went on a date with him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did she ever tell you about that? No. Yeah, she went on a date with him, and she said that they went back to his house, and yeah. he spent like, I guess he was talking about, he had like a ventriloquist dummy. And he was telling her a doll, and he was telling her about it, and then he was like, "I gotta find it. I'll find it." And he couldn't find it, and he spent like an hour just searching through his whole house trying to find this doll. And she was like, "I gotta go, <laughs> you fucking weirdo." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, his old, his original show that was on Canadian Public Access, fucking hilarious. Do you ever yeah. see the one where he um, woke his parents up? He'd always wake them up at like six a.m. or something, and he had made a statue. I guess uh, apparently his dad one time hit his mom because yeah. she burned this casserole. <laughs> and he made this statue of his mom cowering, holding a casserole, yeah. and the dad with his hands up in the right. air. <laughs> and he like woke him up at like 6 a.m. He's like, hey, I got a present for you guys. And just videotaped the whole thing. And his dad just like flipped out and like kicked it over. He's like, enough. Enough. He was like so yeah. upset. That guy was And he hilarious. used to have that, that co-host, that guy who like didn't even really want to do the show. He wanted to go work for the fucking phone company or something. And he was just there. Glenn. I think Glenn. His name was Glenn. Yeah. yeah. I always thought that guy kind of looked like Wackerly. He kind of like Wackerly. Because like he, yeah, he didn't kinda, really want to yeah. be doing the show. He wanted to go work for the fucking phone company or whatever. Yeah, which know? Wackerly never really wanted to do the show either. Yeah. yeah very so. similar. Hmm. But anyway, much like Tom Green, though. He had testicular cancer. It's not something to uh, take lightly. You should get your balls checked. Yeah, so, I'm uh, sure he got his balls checked when he was there. Yeah. If they didn't, then <laughs> something's wrong. They should have done it. Although I do love the guy's uh, self-appointed nickname here, Bloody Jizz. Yeah. So uh, good luck, Bloody Jizz. I would, uh, I don't know. I, I Personally, I think you should masturbate more. You know, get an auto like, blow AI. I, I actually read about this because we've argued about this several times in the last few months. I actually read, like, if you don't masturbate, your fucking jizz just gets absorbed into your body. I still think it That's comes what out. happens. I still think you have a wet dream, but okay. I don't know. We should get a doctor on. We should get a urologist on to solve this. Yeah. there. You know, there are a few medical professionals that listen to this show. Yeah, maybe they'll weigh in on it. Give us a call. 323-522-4032 and let us know if you don't masturbate, what happens to your jizz. That's what I want to know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, um, retarded Scoutmaster, if you still listen to the show, call us. Let us know. Yeah. we like to know. <laughs> His life's so much better since he stopped listening. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll play that song for you there, Bloody Jizz. And uh, good luck to you. 
Uh, people call Stick Around Hotline 323-522-4032. Best way to support the show is Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong and check out all this content. We have so much content up there now. Got we, uh, we post one extra story and uh, several phone calls. We do like three extra phone calls and uh, we post that every week along with outtakes. Very interesting outtakes. I think last week we had a... Uh, a uh, passionate discussion, impassioned discussion about Batman's flaccid penis. <laughs> right. I, I don't know why we were talking about this, but yeah, uh, yeah. I, I guess it was in a comic strip or something. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I think you, I put the third episode, the audio version of the one of the episodes of the thing I do with Hung Young Terrorist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's kill yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's there's a lot of extra content that we post there. I think I I shared some cruise ship stories on there as well. So just go to Patreon.com/slash/sickandwrong, sign up. Um, I think the five dollar tier gives you access to some of the stuff, but then you know, we have other tiers too. But just sign up and uh, you, you support the show, and you get all that bonus content. We appreciate. Yeah, we that. have been getting more supporters, which is very cool. Yeah, you know, totally like more cool. patrons than we've had in the past. Yeah, which is no, very cool. We, no, we appreciate no. that. Keeps the show yeah. going. We, it um, keeps it going. Yeah, finally, here's Sick Wrong Song of the Week. I'm going to dedicate this one to Bloody Jizz. Here's Tom Green with the song Feel Your Balls. Mm. I think Movember Feel Your Balls, I think is the name of the song. Um, we'll be back next week with episode 670. Until then, take a Susie. <laughs> Out there, remember, eat your vegetables, don't impregnate them. <laughs>